House prices in Australia have recorded the first monthly increase in over 10 months. So is this the start of the next bull run for property prices or are we just seeing a dead cat bounce and we're gonna see lower prices in 2023? If you're interested, keep watching. Hey guys, my name is Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. Now, if you want an insight into all of the research I do for these videos, as well as beyond that, then definitely join the Patreon community. I'll leave a link in the description below. It's basically my go-to place where I share all of my thoughts around the economy, as well as house prices and what is actually happening in the background, which I guess we can't really focus on on YouTube. So if you are interested in more daily updates, then definitely join Patreon. Now, the CoreLogic Home Value Index has come out and the National Home values have increased by 0.6% in March, breaking a 10-month streak of falls. After virtually remaining flat in February, CoreLogic's National Home Index posted for the first month-on-month -month increase since April 2022, up 0.6% in March. Now, what's interesting is in March, we still saw an increase by the RBA in terms of the cash rate. However, in April, we've seen them pause. So are we going to have more momentum towards the green side being growth throughout April, given that people's confidence is increasing? Later in this video, I'm going to share with you two things that I want you to pay attention to. One is property land cycles, which will help us predict what's going to happen in the next couple of years for pricing, as well as the consumer confidence when it comes to Australian real estate. So be sure to stick around. Dwelling values were higher across the four largest capital cities and the most broad rest of state regions, led by 1.4% gain in Sydney. CoreLogic's research director, Tim Lawless, put the rise down to a combination of low advertised stock levels, extremely tight rental conditions, and additional demand from overseas migration. Although interest rates are high and there is an expectation the economy will slow through the year, it's clear other factors are now placing upwards pressure on home prices, Mr. Lawler said. Now, we've always said on this channel that interest rates is only one component in the broader scheme of things when it comes to Australian prices. And this is clearly playing out because we had in March an increase to the highest level we've seen in Australia in almost more than 10 years. So when you factor that in and you purely looked at interest rates, you should expect property prices to fall. However, when you start coupling in rental vacancy rates being at all-time lows, you know, contrary towards a rental crisis and there's not enough stock listings out there, you've now got a combination of a decreased amount of supply relative to the increased amount of demand. Now, something to take into consideration as you're going through this video and thinking, is this it? Are we going to see prices a lot higher? Well, what's going to change in the next six months for us to see prices lower? We would need to see a significant increase in listings of people wanting to sell their homes. But the problem is that when someone wants to sell their home, they're going to go into either renting something or they're going to buy something else. Now, if rental listings are low and there's not enough properties being sold, what are they actually going to do by selling their home? All I'm getting you to think about is people that are in the boat of having to sell their homes. They will do anything possible to not have to sell their own home. So they could look at, you know, reducing their expenses. And you and I both know that if you go to the shops, they are packed. So either everything we're reading is a load of horse crap or people have stashed a lot of money during the last couple of years. And that is true to a certain extent. There are some people now starting to feel the pain of the mortgage rates being so high and everyone's referring to this mortgage cliff. As we've gone throughout this year, we've realized that the mortgage cliff doesn't really look like a mortgage cliff anymore. However, there might be some more pain to come. The timing is going to be very interesting because if we see a majority of these loans turning over from their fixed rates of say 2% to now closer to about 5%, they're gonna feel the pain. But if that coincides with rate cuts, which I expect to happen in Q3 of 2023, now that mortgage cliff looks like a bit of a ramp down rather than a complete drop off. And that will play into the fact that many people will not be forced to sell. So 
the banks aren't coming to repossess their loans. They're simply going, well, I can refinance to a lower rate. Momentum swings in Sydney house market in broad based rise. House prices in more than half of all Sydney suburbs climbed by more than 1% in the past month. In what could be a tipping point in the housing market, data from CoreLogic shows. Under more normal circumstances, a period of moderating declines followed by two months of positive movements would probably be enough evidence to call a turn in the market. However, the current environment was far from normal, said Eliza Owen, CoreLogic head of research. And what she's really referring to here is that we're not in a normal market. We are facing the potential of a recession in the second half of 2023, not just in Australia, but worldwide. This concept of having a financial crisis similar to 2008 is keeping a lot of people scared and sidelined. In addition to that, we've never seen increases in interest rates so quickly. So you're starting to see panic in the back end of banks. We've seen numerous go down in America already. And here in Australia, we're starting to get ahead of the curve when it comes to, hey, we need to slow down the interest rate increases. We know the indicators that we're seeing right now have lagging information. So maybe it's wise to go in for a softer landing. And that is pretty much what every central bank across the world is trying to do. How do we go slow down inflation without causing a recession? But we also know that a recession is the best way to actually decrease your level of inflation. So I think we've seen enough to say that we've passed the bottom of the cycle because we're getting pretty strong activity on a lot of auctions. While historically markets often experience a flat period following a downward correction, I believe we will see a bounce, not a plateau this time. There is significant pent up demand for housing in Sydney and as confidence in the market grows, I believe we will see a return to price growth almost immediately. Now this is the biggest debate right now is have we seen the low of this market or is this just a fake out? Or is it just people that are desperate to get into the property market having thought that, okay, the increases in interest rates don't bother me we're at the top of this cycle I need a place to buy and could we see another leg down given that we've expecting some sort of mortgage cliff later this year to cause an increase in supply my personal thoughts I'll leave till the end but I'm going to show you now those two pieces of data that I think are really worth looking at now what we have here is the dwelling prices and consumer price expectations that just got released now what you can see is in the blue line we've got eight capital city dwelling prices and then in the yellow we've got house price expectations and what you'll often find is that the house price expectations lead where the price actually go. So if you're looking at currently where we're at in terms of our expectations, it's that we should be a lot higher and they think that the prices will move relatively quickly from here. We're not seeing the expectation for it to fall from here. Now, although this is all based on the fact that you need servicing to be able to borrow for loans and actually go out there, consumer confidence is a big factor in this. Now, this doesn't completely capture the fact that we've had interest rates now pause. And what's going to be interesting is if at the next meeting, we see another pause. There are people coming out that are suggesting that no, we're paused once, but we're actually going to increase again next month. We're going to pause now for the next six months or for the next 12 months before increasing rates again. Look, I'm not sure where people come up with these predictions. Maybe it's more of a hope that we see prices actually fall from here. I personally believe that we've seen the bottom. And this is why I push for you guys to look at those videos from Q3 of last year, which is when I was sort of suggesting that maybe we've seen the bottom of this market. Even those next level of increases in interest rates may not actually have a big enough effect that most people think. In addition to that, while I've been in the Patreon community, I've been sharing exactly what my moves look like. So yes, I come out on these videos and share that yes, I'm buying property, but I'm specifically talking about the moves I'm making live and with a bit more detail. Now what you can see on screen here is a snapshot from a webinar I ran last month. And the title was, is now a good time to buy? And what I'm sharing here is the 18.6 year cycle. And what you'll find is that it's based on years and years of data based on land cycles around in the Western economies. And this is created by Phil Anderson. So you should definitely go check out his work. But what you'll find is that you've got the first expansion, you've got the mid cycle slow 
slowdown, you got the second expansion, and then the cyclical peak, crash, and recovery. What we wanna focus on is where we are right now. And what you can see is I've marked with X, 2023. This is where we're actually at. And what you can do is look back at the last year or two, what actually happened. In 2020, we started seeing the artificial boom that came into this market. But if you look at 2018 to 2020, we did have markets plateau and even decline. After that, we've seen a correction in this market and it's been broad-based. Now this is a very generic statement because we know markets have grown over the last 12 months despite those interest rates increasing. But now we are entering the second expansion, which usually lasts for about seven years. So if you looked at a five to seven year window from here, what does that actually get us to? It probably puts a top as early as 2026, 2027, all the way through to about 2028, 2029. So in that period, we could see the liquidity in the system increase the levels we have never seen before. And this should push prices a lot higher than most people think. What you'll see is this phase called the winner's curse phase, which is the last two years before we pop the bubble. Now this should not be taken to the bank and said, well, I know property prices are gonna be this much higher in like three years time. So I'm gonna go in, buy now, and sell at the top. This is not how it works. This should be a guide of how things have worked over time. And what we're seeing right now is nothing different from a normal cycle. Things are definitely a little different every time a cycle plays out, but they're mostly the same. Now, based on this, when you couple with the fact that migration is at all time highs and they're increasing for the next couple of years, and we've got a severe dwelling shortage, both of these factors will cause prices to increase. In addition to all of that, we probably have rates cut later this year throughout all of 2024. And we have stage three tax cuts, which will affect everyone's income by increasing their income and reducing their taxes they have to pay. If you're interested in knowing what the housing crisis actually could look like by 2027, definitely go check out this video. It's very important that you stay prepared for what comes next. Even if you can't borrow today, you need to be prepared so you can make the moves faster than most others can. If you are interested in moving with speed, if you're looking at purchasing property as an investment, definitely look at the link in the description below to my website. I run one of the fastest growing buyers agencies in Australia, and I'm super grateful that we did get actually nominated at the industry awards as the best buyers agency in 2023. So if you need help and you want to move at speed, so definitely go ahead and visit the website. If you're interested in how it all works, the process of how you sign up to actually getting the help, definitely go check out this video. It's a 35 minute video, very comprehensive, but it'll give you a great idea to start in this process. I hope you guys have enjoyed this video. If you have, smash that like button, subscribe if you haven't already, and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks guys.